Hey, everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host's goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it. All right, now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. To the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam. I said to the paper jam. To the paper jam, oh baby, to the paper jam. Welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, the only show on the internet where every single week we randomly move our fake f- money and our fake friends from one uh-huh. stock to the next. I'm Mike Morris, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, Kenny Gray. Fake friends. Fake friends. Real friends. It's my favorite show. They are real friends. Russ. Chundler, Manica, <laughs> Russ, Phobo. I love and there's a joke in Friends where he's uh, Joey, Ross breaks his hand and Joey takes him to the, hu- the hospital. You almost said the hospital. The hus- <laughs> he takes him to the hospital to have a couple of hot dogs. Uh, and he takes him to the hospital and he's like, when's your birthday? And he's like, you don't know my birthday? He's like, I'm kidding. Clearly doesn't know his birthday. He's like, all right, name. And Ross is like, there's a big laugh. And Ross goes, name? And he's like, well, well, I know it's obvious. I know it's Ross, but I thought it was maybe short for something like Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. When we have the intro to this show, it goes the paper jam with Mike and Kenny. We built the jam. Let's We're have paper a- jamming. Let's have a ball. That's what it is? Yeah. We're paper jamming. Let's, Let's have, have a ball. ball. All right. Brain it's crazy that you can do a show. Pow. You can produce a show. If that's what you, if you want to say that that's what I do, I don't know about that. <laughs> you can produce a show for 110 plus episodes and not know what the theme song is. Do you think the cast of Friends knows every word to the theme song? Oh, that's a good do question. Do you think that after all these years, they're like, so keep me away from that song, keep me away, keep me away, that if like you put a gun to Matthew Perry's head, yeah. he'd be able to remember all the words? I bet, I bet so. Um, although some people don't watch like shows that they're on, right? Like, I bet they don't watch it when, I bet a lot of them didn't watch it when they were on it. I bet a lot of them, you know, now, now they, they don't hear, Matthew Perry does not hear the theme song nearly as much as a fan who ritually watches it. That's true. And it is a ritual. There is blood, there are knives, there are devils. I love Russ. Um, you know, I, I, here's something I've, uh, that makes me think of though, which yeah. is that I, I realize that I don't really l- learn lyrics to songs. Mm-mm. I learn melodies and like rhythms and like chords. I'm, and, and this isn't like, I don't like study that, but like what yeah. I take away impressions, I more take away like the sounds of things. Okay. So like for that song, I don't know the exact words, but I know it's somebody that lives out that in a way. Yeah, yes. Love life's DOA. What is DOA? Always stop in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, I'm on the way. Or even your year. Oh, like. Oh, like I remember <laughs> that the shape of like sounds, yeah, 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 more than specific lyrics. Like, th- there's lots of times where I'll be like, You don't know the words to this? I, without what was no, that? No, 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 okay, Francis, you was... clean this rug. <laughs> what was that impression? She doesn't nag you like that. I've seen it. Oh, yeah, she'll push me down the stairs. No, no, no. You made the bread wrong. <laughs> you baked the bread incorrectly, Ken. Um, Nothing like women do you telling know, us how to and to not bake our bread. How Their to bread. and to not to. How to. We went to your bachelor party last weekend, so you are no longer a bachelor. That's a true. new rule I've invented. After your bachelor party, you've let loose, you had your fun, and now you're done. I'm now officially a turkey that's dry. I guess. Is that the opposite of a bachelor? I guess so. I'm a bachelor. Dry turkey, no gravy. That's the, uh, uh, I guess. A I'm bachelor a is very wet and you're I'm very dry. tucking polos in, glasses on, <laughs> tired like, forever. Tired forever. If that's what being a, not being a bachelor is, I haven't been a bachelor for a long time. <laughs> Kent, we could sit here and gibbity gab all day long, but I realized something in a conversation that we were having. Actually, I realized something when I went to the movies the other day. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, it's something I'm pretty excited for. Uh, let's go over to Michael's Corner. And now it's time for Michael's Corner. It's fun. Michael's Corner, it has begun. 
Welcome to Michael's Corner. I'm a hot man with a big nose. Have you ever have you ever thought about that? I am I'm I'm owning it. I'm doing a Megan Trainer. This is my all about this that is nose. my all that about nose. That nose. <laughs> No trouble. Um, <laughs> funny enough, I have sinus issues. Just kidding. I've got the smelling ability of a bloodhound with this thing. I, I could so What's up. rent up to in that thing? Oh my god, it's it, you can't afford it if you got to ask. But you know what? I'm a hot man with a big nose. And hot man with a big nose. <laughs> hot man with a big nose. What no that nose nose knows everything. Gotta stick it in. <laughs> we had a friend that used to beatbox, oh and he would so confident. His favorite was Again, before they turn off the pod because of all the strange noise. There's nothing wrong with being a hot man with a big nose. Nothing wrong with being a hot man with a big nose. But you end up in these situations wondering who are our role models? Who are the Oh, I see. Who are the who are your our guys? Hot, you're, you're, is, uh, now I notice you're calling yourself hot. I am, yes. Like, where the hell do you get off that? <laughs> where the hell is that coming from? <laughs> let me smash that, that back into a <laughs> Yeah. Let me sh- let me stop this real quick. No, Bruce. Big nose, yes. Hot. <laughs> One of those things is true. Marco, no polo. <laughs> oh my no, god. Mike, I do a, a I'm, I'm doing nose. a I don't even think of you as I'm a I'm doing nose a backwards guy. dead man float and the woman screams shark in the water. Now I'll tell you, I I don't think of you as a big nose guy. That's kind, and I kind of don't either. Sometimes, like that, I, I, it is a thin. You, it's it's thin. I don't mean to make you self conscious, but it's not. It is. It's thin. not wide. It is. Uh, I'm the thing of. I'm saying I'm from Boston, and someone from 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 Quincy is going. Where you from? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> Duxbury. Duxbury. No, you. Yeah, there are like I. I you are right. Of it's. It's manageable. Don't size. get me wrong, that thing. I is... mean, don't get me wrong, that honker is about to poke an eye out. But Bruce Willis is very much known as like uh, as a as the marquee of like the hot bald guy. You know what I mean? Like yes, for bald yeah, guys, uh-huh. they're like he's our guy. He's one of our guys. Stanley Tucci, another very hot bald guy. Yes, handsome guy. And you might be wondering. You know, if you guys are like me and you're a hot guy with a big nose and you're wondering, like, who are our role models that we should look up to? I found one that I realized uh, I never really thought of this man as a super attractive man. I've realized recently decided who my marquee hot guy with a big nose is. And I decided that person should be. (laughs) I guess it's just going to stop. Adrian Brody. Oh, Adrian Brody, handsome guy with a very big nose. This one goes out to Adrian Brody. Yes. The biggest nose. He's a hard body. Yeah. He's a handsome guy. And I think if he's I, keeps it tight. He keeps it tight and tight, man. He's he's a he's a luscious, lanky man. Well, I think that I never really thought that much about it. And I almost would say like uh, I pass out. Um, <laughs> I almost would say that in my whole life, you, you see Adrian Brody come on and you're just like, what's this nose doing on camera? And it wasn't until recently I've been looking past the nose and being like, you know what? Like, as a, uh, It works for him. And I just saw him in a movie recently. I, I saw Asteroid City. It was fine. Yeah. Um, I saw a review that said it's middle of the pack in terms of what's interesting. It's middle work. of the pack. It's, it's fine, but then you see it and you're just kind of like, why? Did I see this? Are you? Are you? No. Are you noticing? Okay. Oh, what am I? What are you noticing noses? Because I don't. When I think of Adrian Adrian Brody, I don't think of him as like. I guess I'm not noticing that noses. thing. Oh, that thing is big. Oh yeah, you could use. Look it, it up. Stick it on a sailboat. Stick it. No, my man, that thing is the sailboat. He's as a, he's doing the backstroke, and all of a sudden, a gust of wind is taking him like he's the Santa Maria. I guess so. It's the defining feature of not, his face. I'm not really like uh, I don't really notice. Well, the reason I say this is that like I have a, I am a, a proud face uh, proud face round face gang. Of, like, <laughs> I have a rounder face than I than I uh, 
I, I'm not like my head is not like a circle, but my face is okay. At least okay. Let me say this. I don't know if my face is round. I do know more than once people have been like, <laughs> you totally called my like, head round. So hey, so uh, you Charlie Brown, come here. <laughs> like sort of compared it to melons or just you know rounder. We were talking about this the other day. You something about you having a round a bit oh, internal. <laughs> I'm internalizing. This. I just no Moira was like we were you via Moira were talking about like like people that you're attracted to do. like before you were dating. I was like, is Kenny your type? And she's like, "Oh, I always thought Kenny was attractive because of, because of one thing." And you were like, "My big head." And you said, "Sometimes I just draw a mustache and a sunglasses on the back of my head, and I just or like on so a melon, about like yeah. on a melon, and you, so I can pretend that it's you." <laughs> You got a big head, I guess, and in a good way. Of you know what they say, B uh, B B H B, big heads book. I guess so. Yeah, I don't know, but what I'm saying is that I. Maybe regardless of what my head shape is, yeah, I am clocking people that are similar to me, and I imagine yeah. that you like they the Adrian Brody. I would not even think now that I'm seeing it that like, thing in you my look nose, like Adrian Brody. No, like, I'll take that as a compliment. But uh, I, that his nose and my nose are, are worlds of different. This picture, that's exactly what I look like. He's wearing a green guy. jacket. Yeah, if you're a Patreon subscriber, uh, you can you can see here. But green jacket looks sick. I think that at one point in my life. I don't think I've been insecure about having a big nose for a long time. I think I had residual insecurity mm -hmm. of like maybe when I was in middle school or high school, people were like, God that's damn, by the, by put a way, fucking fence around that thing. That's what Issa Rae is getting. Insecurity, insecure. Residual, insecurity, insecure residuals. She is getting, well, not anymore because the writer's strike. They're, they're really working on these residuals. Making sure the writers are not getting what paid what they used to get paid. They're not getting paid. Right. That writer's strike, it's so funny that it is never going to end. No. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. But I think I just had residual shame of my big nose for when I was younger. And I think... I, it never really came up all that often, but I think you're like, if you're like, I'm going to feel insecure, what's the thing? It's like, I guess this might, this is that thing about me that's not normal. And then uh, I think this past year I've been like, I'm just like, I, why do I feel that way? Let me steer into the skid and like, mm -hmm. and, and it's a, it's a big, proud, distinguishing feature on my face. Yeah. This is great. And then you start looking around and being like, no, that like big, it, big is beautiful as they <laughs> That in, in specific to big noses, you start looking around and be like, there's lots of handsome, beautiful people with big noses. And Adrian Brody oh, comes yeah. on skiing in this movie. I'm like, God, he's fucking huge. He's not huge. But as far as tall, skinny guys with big noses go, he's like a marquee yes. guy. What's he most famous from? I believe he won the Oscar for The Pianist, which is a movie yes. he was in. Great actor. Yeah. Never saw that movie. Because I know from the podcast Comedy Bang Bang, he was involved in a controversy in SNL. Oh. Where he did a Jamaican accent, oh. introducing um, sh uh, who's the guy that does temperature? Sean Paul. Oh, whoa, whoa! I don't know. Yeah, well, he's a Jamaican artist, and he and introduced him. Uh, he in like a, a like a oh, costume he's store like a Rastafarian now? wig. No, like. Ooh. Adrian Brody. Uh, anyways, I'll show it to you after. If you haven't show seen me that another clip, hot hot guy with a big nose with a clean record for Christ's sake. Hey, look, we can all empathize empathize with Adrian Brody. I recently tried to do a South African accent on yes, stage. Yes, I did see that improv show where you tried to do a South African as accent. Jamaican, and everyone gasped. <laughs> this you only said like two words, and everyone instantly gasped, and you're like, no, never mind, we're not doing this. Please, please. But can. We could talk all about my. It'd be clear. My, I was trying to do a. Oh. No, no, no. We, we, we don't, sorry, do, sorry, Ken. We don't have time for that explanation. Now we're moving on to the Soda Stream Challenge. I didn't. Have, I didn't have to even bring it up, but I did. You did. Well, and now I, it's online forever. I wasn't trying to. You be are a Shane Gillis of sorts. Yeah, you know I'm classically hilarious and canceled. <laughs> so um, I did think it was funny that when Shane Gillis got canceled, very famously got a cast at SNL. And instantly got they, they were like, they listened to him on a podcast. He said something, I don't even know what he said, something terrible yeah. about a group of people. And they tired of an interview with him at one point. And he was like, they were like, how unfair is this? He's like, I mean, I know the episode of the podcast they're talking about, and that's probably four minutes in. So, like, if they, if, if there's way worse stuff in, if I'm going to get canceled for that, like, I, there was no way this was ever going to happen. Yeah. So this will be your cancellation. No, I... And I'm I, not letting you cut it out. I want this to humble I you. I was not trying to be an African person. I no, was trying to do like a, I was right? trying to do like a District 9 Leo and Blood Diamond thing because they were playing... I don't need to explain this. They are playing Elon Musk. I was trying to be a, like a, a 
like a treasure hunter type out there. Anyways, Auntie Donna does it. I literally was trying to imp- oh, imp- no, trying no, no. to do the impression of Auntie Donna. And here I'm gonna spend the next 45 minutes trying to do it. No, I, can we just? I, I would. I, I, you're licking your lips, getting ready to start. I'm just gonna say, Ken, we got to move on because we we're running out of time. Ken, we could talk all about we my 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 body transformative positivity. We're talking about radiating shame. energy. No, yeah, but in shame is something we may or may not have. Because Ken, this is a show about investing. True, people might actually want to learn about investing. What is oh, this show? Fine. If it's anyone's first episode. Well, two years ago, we started with ten thousand dollars of fake money in the paper trading. Sock platform, it to me. And every single week, we randomly move it from one stock to the next. Last week, our money was in Booking.com, and this week, our money is in <laughs> Delta. Oh, we're doing Delta. We're doing Delta. An Mike, episode we were supposed to do in the Cleveland, the Ohio Cincinnati airport. Cincinnati, Ohio airport. Which is actually in northern Kentucky. Stop. I told a lot of people at your bachelor party that I spent the day in Ohio. <laughs> the Cincinnati airport is technically in northern Kentucky. To which I said when our flight attendant was was chatting with us for a very long time, she goes, you know we're in Kentucky, right? And I said, ma'am, I didn't know Ohio and Kentucky were near each other. <laughs> I didn't either, actually. Um, but hey, we spent the day in Kentucky. I, I we had this big plan that we were like, "How funny is this going to be?" We're flying to your bachelor party. We had a three three hour layover in Ohio. We're like, let's do Delta and invest and like do the podcast in the airport at four a.m. And then we both fell asleep in the plane. We woke up and then we I think we both were instantly like, "Oh my god, I'm so tired. I don't want to get up. I definitely don't want to do the podcast." I woke up. I woke up so tired in in that way where you wake up and you're like, oh, like all of you wants to still be asleep, but you you can't be asleep because you absolutely have to, not. You have to stand and walk off an airplane and sit and be awake. Has anyone on the airplane ever <clears throat> successfully gotten away with the five more minutes? Five more minutes. <laughs> Please, please. Oh, sir, I guess I can give you till everyone gets off the plane, but then that has, okay, okay. All right, sir, everyone's off the plane. It's time to get up. Sir, you have to get up. Oh, come on. They, like, rip the little Delta blanket off you. Ah! (laughs) Can't get underneath. (laughs) Jesus! I sleep nude! I sleep nude, okay? I sleep hard! It's definitely happened, right? Oh, yeah. Someone's taking a sleeping pill and they're like, sir, you have to wake up. Let the other passenger go in the bathroom before me. I'll shower after, Grandpa. <laughs> Sir! <laughs> but we woke up in Ohio and looked at each other and instantly said, hell no, are we doing a podcast right now? No. Nope. We want to give you guys the good stuff, the, the Adrian Brody, that, that level of entertainment. And we were like, going to do it in the corner of a... Uh... Our flight was also delayed, so our layover wasn't as long. No excuses. Okay. We didn't do it because we didn't want to. That's mostly Not true. because we couldn't. But well, we did have a little game of chicken between our Brugger's bagels. Yes, yes. And uh, whatever the other place was. Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. We were like, do we go to Brugger's bagels? I was always team Brugger's. And you were like, let's just grab a coffee at Starbucks. We went to coffee, get coffee at Starbucks. They said it's going to be a 20-minute wait after we got no. to the register. I said, yeah. see you later. I'm going to Brugger's. Brugger's Skyline, Ohio. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. <laughs> Drew Carey. Oh, that's right. Did you watch the Drew Carey show? No, 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 no. Down the street. No, no. We're all. No. Oh, we're all. No, 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 no. Now you got me doing it. (laughs) That's. All the little chicks with the crimson lips. So Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. We got to give this fat guy with glasses a TV show. What? You know, in that 70s show theme song, they go, Cleveland rocks, don't they as well? Nope. Huh? Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. No, they go, um. That is not the theme song to the fucking Drew Carey show. I don't know what's happening. It was right there. I saw it. All the little chicks with the crimson lips go Cleveland rocks. Cleveland Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Ohio, Ohio. Why were they like, you know what's going to be great? We got to give this fat guy with glasses uh, a TV show. And let's make it like, let's put him in an office in like uh, Ohio. Like Who what? is Drew Carey? I don't know. That show is actually very, very funny. I remember really liking it. But And I remember being like, I'm not shitting on Drew Carey. And I just have my whole body positivity speech at the beginning, <laughs> so I'd best be nicer than I was being when I kept, <laughs> I kept referring to him as the fat guy with glasses. Uh, he's very thin now. Not the point. Um, it was interesting. Even as a kid, I was like, who was like 
this. We got to have more of this. How do you think Drew Carey got famous? Don't Google it in real time. How do you think? I, does does he seem like a stand-up comedian? I think he. I think I actually do know this. He's a Toronto like stand-up. Yeah. I wonder what like his big bit was. You know, you ever trying to get a paperwork in on time, and this lady's not letting you do it. That guy's like a real Dilbert. Fun. He bring, he is real. Bring him to us. <laughs> bring me a real Dilbert. I am Magnus movie. Do you think Empire of Hollywood? <laughs> Emperor of Hollywood. Emperor. Ryan Stiles on the show, very funny. The oh, other yeah. guy, very funny. Colin the, Mockery. No. Ryan Stiles. No. Ryan Stiles is one of his friends, and the other guy was the guy who's like, you want to get a, a roundhouse kick to the face while I'm wearing these bad boys? Oh, yeah, that guy. That guy who from <laughs> in uh, Napoleon Dynamite, who's so funny. And Office Space. And Office Space. Such a great character actor. Always just being some weird, crazy character. Beverly Hillbillies, the movie. He's oh, in that. Yeah. Um, and I always was like, why is he not on, he- on Who's Line 2? He's even funnier than Ryan Stiles on the show. Google and there. You think I wanted in real time? God, that's Man why. I, that's why board. I go home to Starler at night. And Starler's like a bodybuilding woman. Stand up comedy. Drew Carey. Yep. What's the other guy's name? Oh, Google it in real time. You want to get a roundhouse kick to the face while I'm there? And these bad boys, come on, come on. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Diedrich Bader. Sure. Diedrich. But do you think Diedrich Bader is a how high level celebrity do you think he is? Do you think he's flying first class on Delta Airlines? I'm bringing it back. Uh, I think no. He is when he works. <laughs> I heard a story of Richard Kind where he says every time I go on an airplane, they every time I go on an airplane, they, you do it. Uh, every time I go on an airplane, what you do the voice? Every time I go on an airplane, uh. I'm not gonna make you do this. Every time he goes on an airplane, they offer to buy him. They buy him. A, they offer to get, to pay for him to have a first class ticket. And he says, every time I I sit in coach and I take the money. Wow, saving like probably a couple hundred dollars. More and more. He's these frugal. Days. Andrew, I'm frugal. And let the clams win. And let the clam scallop. No, the scallop. Oh, <laughs> ah, the scallops. <laughs> I was having diarrhea from the scallops. My shoes were acting as spill trays. <laughs> that is like my favorite Big Mouth joke. Uh, and he's like, oh, Andrew, my chest is killing me. Go grab the Rolaids in my left dress shoe. <laughs> I had the Rolaids in your dress shoe. Can Delta Airlines, what does Delta Airlines make you think of? No, what does it make you think of? Delta Airlines makes me think of, uh, makes me think of the John Mulaney joke. Uh, and it makes me think of, well, it makes me think of the John Mulaney joke. I'll just go to that. Like, Delta makes me think of the Air Delta Airlines, which makes me think of, like, the airline. And it reminds me of being in New York, going, flying from Delta to Delta, flying on Delta from New York to Chicago. And I know John Mulaney is from Chicago. And I was like, this is the airline he's talking about in a bit that he has one of his famous bits from his first ever album where he just shits all over Delta Airlines. And mainly just talks about Delta Airlines being terrible. Which gave me a preconceived notion of, like, Delta Airlines is awful. Mm-hmm. And then the more I'm flying, Ken, I like Delta. And it makes something me wonder, changed. was something going on? It made me sometimes wonder, was there some collusion that John mm. Mulaney is telling a famous... Anytime someone makes a, an, <laughs> a piece of art that has to do with a company, I'm like, do you think someone was involved? I'm sure they so. won't. I'm sure they weren't. But there's a chance. It's fun to imagine. I don't know. Like, uh, well, I remember thinking that too. I remember hearing Delta was garbage, and then in the current airplane landscape of airlines, in Delta the current seems, landscape of our society. I'm kidding. I'm Delta kidding. seems to be th- w- the nicest one. Yes, but JetBlue straight from JetBlue has been shit in the bed. Definitely no. Yeah, not farting the bed, shitting the bed. Americans a great place to see yellow plastic. Uh, if you, just like old planes with a patina, you know. <laughs> Spirit is still just like the fucking annoying nephew. I've never flown Spirit. Don't do it. I would. I fly Spirit when I go to Vegas, baby. Oh, uh, and then there's which so- we're gonna do for our 100th episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's also Southwest. Southwest never is Southwest. fascinating. You never done it? No, because I've only ever flown what they flew- don't let you pick your seat. It's every oh, man yeah. for himself. I've only flown what uh, flew out of like 
you know, Logan in Boston, which was United, American, Delta, Jet Blue. Air Lingus. Maybe Continental when it was around. I've had a Continental breakfast once. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Air Lingus? Air oh, I've flown, Lingus? yeah, I've, I've flown uh, British Airways and... <sighs> What's your favorite thing about being... <laughs> I don't give a shit. What time is it? What's your favorite thing about being on an airplane? Do you enjoy flying? I don't mind Do you get it. the rush? Um... The reason I don't mind air travel is I hate, okay, I hate flying on an airplane if I'm stuck in a middle seat with two people I don't know. I weirdly love being crammed in the middle seat between two Drew Carries. <laughs> Drew, me, Drew. They're both got their elbows on the things, and I'm squashed in there like a sardine. The only reason I don't like turbulence is that I can't get up. Like, to <laughs> me, <laughs> travel, to the worst forms of travel are ones where I cannot stand. Um, I cannot stand if I cannot stand. Did you think it was funny when we were on the plane flying from Boston to LA and you got up to get something out of your backpack and we were in a we were in we were in the emergency exit row which had like a bunch of space in the head. So you got down in one knee and we're pulling stuff out of your backpack and then I got down and sat crisscross applesauce just sitting on the airplane floor and you I were loved like it. what are you doing? And I said I just realized that you can do this. Sure <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble eventually but you could just stand up and sit down on an airplane, sit down on the floor. I Hey, the seatbelt slides on on. Do whatever no, you want on that. It's thing. crazy. I, you just run around. We had a, to, uh, I'm not, I don't want it to come out the wrong way of like, we had a flirtatious, com you and I together had a flirtatious conversation with the stewardess. And I'm not, I'm Correct. not using the word flirtatious, like in any gross, like any like romantic flirtatious way, but I don't uh -huh. think there was, I don't think there was any uh -huh. way to, I don't think there's any way to describe it other than that. Do you agree? Yes. It was more than pleasantries. But not not that we're we're two engaged men. There was yeah. nothing romantic about it, but there was no other way to describe it other than we were making jokes. We were something about being an. She a, was engaging in a way that is beyond pleasantries. She yeah, and she was ribbing us like we felt we both were reading books for a minute and fell asleep. She wakes up. She goes, oh, "Glad you got all that reading done." We were like, "Would you stop? <laughs> Leave us alone." Anyways, well, here's we start my off. We start off the flight. And she is like, do you guys, you guys are in the emergency exit row. Do you, you know, do you, do you consent to like opening and shutting the door? And da, da, da. do you consent to kissing me? Hey, hey, I asked, I said, I'll consent to that. If you consent to this. <laughs> <laughs> what was that in your mind? <laughs> I know what you're thinking. That it was something disgusting. I put on a spooky mask. <laughs> if you consent <laughs> to this. Take it off, rascal. Oh, I'm kidding. No, she was like, do you consent to being able to help out in a case of emergency? And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I started talking to you, and then she was kind of listening, so I brought her in the conversation. It was like, have you seen this video of, like, the plane was landing, and someone opened the door, and she goes, no. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, this thing's crazy. And she's like, really? I was like, yeah, what happened? And you were like, yeah, it looks like it happened lower. And she was like, I was going to say, you have to be at a low enough altitude, but it is possible. Then we're talking about that, and then she's talking about her love for chili. <laughs> like, thinner, I'm from Virginia. You know, she likes that thicker chili with beans. She li oh, she likes the thick chili with the not beans. this she's thin like, chili. I guess you have a taste for it if you grew up here. Not it's this Ohio thing. shit. Not this spaghetti Ohio bullshit. She had all these takes on chili, and she lived this crazy, extravagant life. She was fun. She seemed like she was... It would have been great if we did the Delta Airlines still on the plane where they were cleaning and we had her as a guest. It's been great. I'm Sue Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Virginia. She was great. Do you ever get flirtatious? Again, I'm not talking about a romantic way. Do you get flirtatious? There's something, too, about like no. when you're with your friend. No? <laughs> not really. You're the friend that that happens with. I just love to chat. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's fun to chat with someone and, and just... And just really kind of let loose, and you know you're joking, you're having I'm fun. I'm shy, but you were being, you were, you were just, you were having just as much fun as I was by the transitive property of your cur cur like cur confidence. I guess. Yeah, you were. I don't know. I thought it was fine. I we were really zinging jokes. Zinging. We were. Yeah, you were, I wasn't really saying anything. No, that's not true. You were saying fun stuff. It's fun going. I kept saying stuff like, "Can we stop? Stop!" <laughs> stop. I kept saying stuff like, jamming your elbow into my side, saying, "Stop talking about the tomatoes and your chili." You said something very funny. We were talking about. Um, we were talking about chili in Ohio, and you were like, oh, we were talking about how we were talking to the flight attendant. She was like, I like chili, like this. And you were like, oh, have you ever had American chop suey without salt? <laughs> Welcome to southern New Hampshire, my neck of the woods with that. 
That's the cuisine of choice. Do you like elbows or shells? How do you like just cooked ground beef, no spice, unseasoned ground unseasoned, beef, unseasoned, a can of tomatoes yes. tossed into elbows, <laughs> elbow noodles. That's it. That's it. American chop suey. It's comfort food. And then my dad would put on so much salt it would crunch. Oh. My God. Ah! Uh, yeah, I ran out of salt, so I used some of the salt from uh, when we had to shovel the driveway. <laughs> oh, those salt clusters. What's the best? And give me a high, a low, and a moment of the trip of traveling with me, one of your best friends. Um, okay. Am uh, I, am, cut me, cut, this is an intimate private space with us and all of our listeners. How am I to travel with as a travel oh, buddy? Oh, great. Yeah, no. Seriously. You can tell the listeners. Give it. Give me a high low, and I'll. We'll do it for you too. Give me a high low, and give me a, a moment of the trip. We talk about this sometimes. I say moment of the day. Your high is obviously the best part. Low is the worst part. Moment of the trip is something that I invented, patent pending, where you just say something so random about your day, just important enough that you remember it in detail, but not important enough you would ever bring it up unless someone was saying, "Hey, just tell me an irrelevant random fact." So uh, a high low and moment of the trip. I can go first if you want. I don't have anything, but a high was it was fun traveling with you because I like talking to you, so I never felt like there was like dead time because I was yeah. doing I could like chat with you. Yes. Um, a middle of the road was like you encouraged me to get snacks, which was good. Middle of no middle of yeah, no. What's middle? It's just random. There is no middle. It's high low and then moment of the trip. Moment oh. of the trip can be like. A low, a low was you talking about how you probably, if you had been in control, would have gotten to the airport much later. Yes, that was that, that was a low. That was bad enough of a low that you were like, <laughs> it was one of those things where I was like, "Am I being? I guess it's more like, am I being a dick wrangling?" You weren't okay, but it's one of those things where it's like I would have showed up like yeah, 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 moments yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I told you like I'm a pretty late arriver, and then a friend of mine who I work with, him and I travel together every once in a while, and he's a like. He's a, like, they're calling his name oh. at the front. And I was like, I don't know how you do this. And then what's this middle one? So moment of the trip would be, like, I'll say, let's see, my moment of the trip um, would... Is it just, you just moment... It's just something irrelevant, but it's, like, I do remember it in detail. Oh. Like, I remember you being, like... Uh, you were like, I'm going to go get some Chex Mix. And you went over and ignored the Chex Mix and got something really random. What, what did you eat? What was the snack you got? Uh, it's oh. not even a good enough moment of trip because I don't remember what you got. Oh, no, I got... Oh, here's my... Okay, I no, no. Wait, here's, here's my moment of the trip. It was jalapeno Chex Mix. You did, but that's not going to be my moment of the trip. So okay. my moment of the trip... So let me, let me try and do mine really quick. Okay. So high of the trip... Um, High of the trip was, I like the attention of, I think, with uh, not to bring the flight attendant back, but the flight attendant was having fun because we we were clearly, like, razzing and having right. fun. My, we had a good dynamic. We were having fun, and it was, it, I felt like there was that kind of that, she's like, well, I'm going to, there's nothing to do. I'm going to hang out with these guys. They're singing jokes, having fun. I said to someone in the past, like, my heaven on earth to me is, like, me and Amanda, or, like, me and you are, like, in the grocery store or something, and I'm like... Checks mix more like checks, yes, or whatever. You say something and you hear someone walking by who's not your friend who you don't know, just be like, <laughs> like if you make a joke and someone walking by is like, what? That's kind of funny. That is like the highest compliment you can get. Uh, that is like the the greatest greatest. I've heard a lot of that when I was in Boston. When you'd hear drunk people like college kids, you'd be like. Dude, I'm telling you, she's a nightmare. Yeah, and you're just like, <laughs> and then that, but then that kid sees you laughing and it's like, oh, I guess I am pretty funny. <laughs> so that was that so was like validation. I love it. Oh my god, I can't get enough of it. I actually don't need it. Ah, uh, that maybe you don't. My, I'm a words of affirmation man. Just kidding. Tell it's... me I'm fine. <laughs> Tell me I'm okay. For fuck's sake. I think the low, the ribbing and the fun. We were just doing so many little bits and bats. Low, and I loved that. So I love that there were so many bits on the plane. We, you are, you're a good player. You're getting just so just mad. Tell me I suck. Just we we had so many fun little me. bits. I knew it. So many bits. It ended up with you making your way into the cockpit, and like you were very obsessed with flying the plane. Yes. Um, low, I'd say. Low would be. I kept saying, I'm not going to do a 9-11. You did keep saying I'm that. I'm not going to do it, that. It, it kept getting people really startled and concerned. Low, I think, was the man behind us who was getting so fucking mad. Oh, for yeah. Yeah. Is it bad that 
It's, this man behind us was radiating heat. We did not know why. He's like, this is my seat. We were I, like, calm down, glasses. I thought your highs and lows had to do with each other. I they do. That, that, I'm not being fair. I'm not being fair. because No, because I asked your highs and lows and moments of traveling with me. Yeah. What's the, what was the highs and lows of traveling with me? That man needed to cool the fuck down. That man did need to cool the fuck down. He was down. so pissed. Uh, he was very, very upset. And he was like, I just remember the flight attendant. She was like, he was like, do you want to see it? And she was like, no, sir. I believe you. It's fine. <laughs> like, I think he was talking about his ticket or something. Low he was fine upset with you. That the exit, uh, anyways. But your low was about you feeling bad about making me maybe feel bad. Huh. I want to move on from this. So I'm just going to, unfortunately, I'm just going to fuck this up and say that man getting so angry was both the high and the low. I liked laughing at him. But my moment of the trip, just so I can help better explain moment of the trip. That's where I was going. Moment of the trip, a random moment that you remember in vivid detail, but it's not relevant at all. And the only reason you would ever bring it up is if someone says, tell me something irrelevant and random from the trip that you remember. You were buying your jalapeno checksmiths and I was, we were in in LA in, um, I'd already bought my snacks before, and there was this group of pens that looked like uh, an Oscar award. <laughs> and I, you were you were talking to the lady and like trying to pay, and I thought it'd be really funny if I was like holding the award and like doing like a big thing behind the lady's head, so like you would see me and like laugh. But I kept holding it up, and you your eye contact was so stark with the lady that you weren't looking. And the whole time, I just kept being like, ah, do I? It was like kind of a long time. I was like, should I stop doing this? Or like, now I'm embarrassed. Like, a couple of people looked at me doing it, and I was like, I don't know what to do. Eventually, I just put it back, and you came over, you're like, all right, ready to go? And I was like, yeah, I didn't even acknowledge <laughs> it. That was my moment of the trip. Do you have anything that comes to mind like that? Yeah, there was an episode of Shark Tank on in that, in that yes! store where they were just annihilating a, a company, just ripping them apart. Yes. I remember just being like, the best idea on Shark Tank is Shark Tank. Yes. Perfect moment of the trip. But Mike, what? We'll find we flew Delta. We flew Delta. But we'll find out what happened. We invested in Delta when we come back from the break. Ken, I love the paper jam, but I'm sick of this podcast. I want to see you in real life. Well, Mike, you're in luck because every first Thursday at Owen Ovino and Atwater Village at 7 p.m., we produce a live comedy variety show called Not Garfield. Garfield. It's a comedy show in Los Angeles featuring everyone but him. No Garfield allowed. It's a nice, safe space for the hottest, coolest Los Angeles comedians to do any content they want as long as it has nothing to do with Garfield. So check that out you by following us at Paper Jam Comedy on social media where you see updates, the lineup. We're going to have some amazing people at this show. But Mike, it's not just Not Garfield. Not Garfield is great, but Ken, what about the pod? What if I want more of the pod? We also have a Patreon. Patreon.com yes. slash the, the Paper Jam Pod. It's $3.99 a month. You get a backlog of bonus episodes. that 90 we plus a- bonus episodes. Yeah, we did them for a year. There's a lot of them. And full video episodes of every podcast episode that we do. Uncut. And I think we also... Oh, sometimes we also give discount codes to our live shows on the Patreon. And there's That's all sorts correct. of stuff going on on that thread, guys. Guys, so what you want you come on down to L.A., fly. If you don't live in L.A., get here, see the show. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for the Patreon you want. Patreon subscribers fly free. I'm putting that out there. If you are a <laughs> subscriber, I will pay for your flight. Come to the show. There's a happy hour before at 6. Kenny and I will be there. You can get beers with us and see all these cool comedians. Go on the Patreon, get these discount codes, and give us five stars on Spotify. Follow our show and tell your friends about it. Ken, we got to get back to the episode to find out what happened to the money. That's the end. See ya. Bye. Uh, but also, it's not over. The show's not over. The ad's over. The ad's over. Yeah, yeah. Keep listening to the show. Yeah, when we said bye, we didn't mean it. No, no, no. We'll be right back. Okay. And we're back. Beep, boop. Welcome to the Commercial Tron 3000. Did you enjoy the new commercial that Kenny put in? We recorded it today. Tell me about Delta Airlines. Designed to perfectly maximize your interest in your development for our company. Are you going to come to our live show tonight? Oh, yeah. it's out. Yeah, today. If you're listening to this live at work, come to Atwater Village. It's next to Los Feliz. It's next to Hollywood. Next to Glendale. If you're on the east side of Los Angeles, this show is for you. We got so many fun people, Ken and Ken. I'm, I'm beyond excited. This is not just a one-and-done thing that's going to disappear either. We have a oh, goddamn residency. That's true. Every first Thursday of the month, we have a live comedy show. How are you oh, feeling? This is your sixth comedy show that you do <laughs> that you do consistently know. it's Mike, great yeah what year do you think delta airlines was founded 2005 
No, I'm going to say 1979. 19? You're off by 50 years. 1929. Wow. Delta Airlines is an old airline. It's an old wooden ship. And Just now, kidding. I always thought of Delta being related to like the, what is it? The Greek symbol for Delta meaning change. Like Delta, because their logo is a triangle. So like Delta. Uh, it is kind of a triangle. Just the Greek it's more symbol. of an arrow. Well, but uh, Greek, the Greek symbol, it's a triangle. Can you see? Uh, Anyways. Greek symbol, Greek sex symbol, John Stamos. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if we were Stamos? Yeah. We wouldn't have to be so gross. Hey, um, knock it off. Delta. What if he's a guest on the show? Oh, I have so many full questions. I have so many full house questions that I'm just going to ask. Your people told me not to do it, but I got to do it. Why Jesse? Why that name? <laughs> I don't like it. I said I'm not going to answer any full questions. Well, full house questions. Well, I'm going to ask him, Jesse, what's with that name? Yeah, it's not even a good question. I guess I don't mind answering that. I don't know. Uh, Keep going. Delta Airlines, the Greek symbol for triangle, changed. Delta, but named after the Mississippi Delta. Ew. <laughs> Started as a crop dusting company. <laughs> no way. Is this real? Yeah. It started as like a small independent uh, crop dusting company called something else. Uh, <laughs> I really don't know how to use this fucking thing. Uh, started as a crop yes. dusting operation called Huff Dolan Dusters Incorporated. Called HuffDaddyDusters.com. Huff Dolan How Dusters. do you, Huff Daddy? The company was founded on March 2nd, 1925, Macon, Georgia. Next up on Comedy Central, Workaholics. Workaholics. It's Workaholics. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm ruining the show. But uh, oh, began passenger operations in 1929 from in uh, Dallas, Texas, uh, from Dallas, Texas to uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, from Dallas, Texas to Bob, Bobby, Bobby. Now you know the Bobby. king. Yes, of the hill, Goldblum. Del yes, Delta. Yes, uh, Goldblum. That you're doing, Goldblum. Yeah, do Goldblum. No, hey. <laughs> More of that. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, no one likes this. Um, uh, I do. Uh, okay, so Delta Airlines is an airline. It's a Mississippi crop dusting company. Where the hell is that? They start off, they you know, where they they spray chemicals or whatever on the plants to keep them from the oh keep the bugs from eating the crops. But in airplanes or like on the ground, they started as they started as a a plane company essentially by putting. Uh, Crop dusting, which I believe was putting chemicals on fields. Okay. And so they'd fly little planes over, like little biplanes, like the little like old school, like two people in the pod, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, they did air, they did mail, like mm -hmm. they had the contract for like moving mail and moving people. And then they just slowly grew and bought a bunch of other airlines to become Delta. Like Delta's been around for a very it's long time. It's one of the OGs. Time, and it's pioneered a lot of stuff. They they were the first uh, airline to have an all jet fleet, like no like propeller engines, like all like the big round things you see. So yeah, yeah. Delta's been around for a really long time. Something about those propellers on those propeller planes just makes me want to chop my head off. <laughs> what a way to go. I think just to stick your head in there. Awful, awful thing to do to yourself, but just to stick your head in there and just freak everybody out. Or just get sucked into the engines that's and explode. Whoa! <laughs> no. I, this getting sucked in the engine is so horrifying. So small. Chopping off your head oh, on a I propeller. See. Blowing up into a blade. Yeah. Lies. And there, there's a moment where your body is still alive and just like being like, wait, where the hell did I put this thing? And then the people on the plane, everyone would freak out to be crazy. Getting uh, sucked in the engine, no one can really see what's going on in there. Friend of the pod, Caleb Wells, and I, we once roomed together for a summer at a, a music camp. Sims, Sims, whatever that means. Summer Youth Music School. Yes. Uh, and so we, you stay in, it's a, it's a, it's a pre-college program. Okay. Um, so you're like 16-year-old staying in a freshman dorm at UNH, University of New Hampshire. And uh, so it's me and Caleb like living together for two weeks in a dorm. And it's really hot because yeah. it's the summer and it's a dorm, which doesn't have AC. And so we have fans. <clears throat> and uh, I 
this is a, a rare case of me being, well, not a rare case, but in this case, I was the one that was being the little trickster. Caleb is yes. traditionally the little trickster. Yes, he's a trickster of sorts. My friend Andrew Rossi is also at Summer Youth Music School. Of course. He is in the dorm room with us, <laughs> and I have taken the cage off the fan and am throwing goldfish at them, <laughs> and they are exploding. Yep. And Caleb is not there, and so I say, check this out, and I dump above the fan the whole bag of goldfish and it just yes. explodes into a mist of <laughs> and uh Caleb thought it was funny and then he got me back by putting uh Vaseline on the doorknob so I couldn't turn it uh, let me out of here but one of the bits that we used we did that we thought was funny because sometimes you do bits you only do them once or twice and then you talk about them as if you did them everywhere yeah yeah but yeah, it's yeah. sort of the idea of like the concept of the bit more than the yeah other. yeah yeah we uh had we were wearing full clothes, and uh, for some reason, I have no idea how this came up. We took showers with all of our clothes on. We like, we're like, let's get wet. Yes, very funny thing to do. I've done that before. Um, and then, so you're sopping wet, and we ran up to Andrew Rossi's door again, and he opened the door and we covered it, <laughs> covered in water, and he goes, "What's happening?" We go, <laughs> "Andrew, you're not going to believe this. We found Atlantis." <laughs> Please leave me alone. Please don't come in. Hey, don't sit on my bed. Stop. You guys are roommates. Did you choose to live together? Me and Caleb? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I thought it was like a random assignment thing. That no. would be fun. It's fun. We found Atlantis. Please what? get out of my room. No, it's a it's a national treasure type situation. Anyways, getting sucked into a plane down and just exploding. Would or you chop, get or your... chopping your head off with a propeller and freaking everybody out. Would you like to be blown apart by a propeller, get sucked in the jet engine, follow us at Paper Jam Comedy, let us know which way would you like to go? We're doing a survey on Instagram Live, and we're going to get at least four, four answers, so you got to see how this thing turns out. I would at least love to duct tape a pumpkin on top of my head. <laughs> And then mosey over to the air, the air pump and have it ch- get chopped off. And then we're having freaks out. I say, Happy Halloween! <laughs> Stop him! He's getting in the jet! He's getting in the private jet! Would He's you flying have- the private jet! How do you feel about helicopters? Ooh. You almost said love them, but you stopped yourself. Something that your dad, a story I've heard that your dad said, it's like airplanes are safe because an airplane's like a bird, but a helicopter's like a bug. <laughs> So Caleb Wells told me your dad said once, who worked in, your dad worked in airplanes. Yeah, helicopters, if the propellers go out, you're pretty much falling to your death. Yes. Now, don't add me. There somebody are, I know. There are safety procedures. A basketball player. <laughs> yes. You sick fuck. I didn't mean You're that. disrespecting this fucking city like that? Kobe! <laughs> no! <laughs> Shame on you! <laughs> no! <laughs> Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, you're in an airplane and the propellers go I'm out. Sorry, yeah, it was so- very tragic and sad. No! <laughs> they should have a, the center of the. Can you guys stop? Hey, can you guys stop? By the way, I'm. Uh, I, 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 stop! In geometry. Here's the thing that I'm thinking that people are talking about. If I were in charge of all helicopter production, uh-huh. inside there's the propellers, and then the center of the propellers inside is a poppable top. That's a yes. parachute. That that should I think that does exist. I know it exists in planes. <laughs> that there are parachutes on top of the plane. Now yeah, that I gotta see. I had a propeller on top of my head once on a hat. My- <laughs> <laughs> you were at forty thousand feet. <laughs> that was a prank that I did when I was at Sims Summer Music Camp. Is there was this kid who had a uh-huh. propeller hat, and I put a jet engine level propeller on his head, and he flew into the sun, burned his eyebrows off. Just kidding. I didn't actually go to Sims Music Camp, but the rest of that happened. Do you know, who that, do you know who that was? Uh, no. Who? Sanjaya. Why Sanjaya? I don't know, because that's a name you always say. I said Sanjaya once <laughs> over the Bachelor weekend, and someone laughed really hard, and they said, Sanjaya? And I said, what? I'm a kook. These things just come to me. Mike... We invested in Delta. For a year. Well, how would you rate your experience on Delta? Scale to 1 to 10. Oh, my God, 9 out of 10. Yeah, it was great. The only thing wrong is the fucking people. You know, I was My trying- seat's not nice enough. What is this guy? Was this guy's fucking problem? He did not know that the seat he <laughs> bought. So I he- got a red room. Shut up, bitch. He was on... <laughs> This guy had glasses. He was a tall, skinny, mean white guy. Like, do not. I want to normalize not feeling bad for dumb, mean white people anymore. So we were in an exit row. Mm-hmm. 
and they were in the they were in the row that was behind the exit row, but we were in we were the way it was positioned is that the row behind us, the people sat behind us, yeah, had storage in front of them, but his one seat did not have storage. And if you looked at an air a map of the airplane, it would not look like his seat was the exit row. Yeah. But it technically was the exit row. They, they had to ask him, too, like, are you willing to assist? Yeah. Um, but if you look at the map, it looks like it's behind the exit row. Okay. So he was unaware that he didn't have storage for his bag under yeah. the seat. <sighs> and he showed up late. Yeah, his fucking fault. Yeah, he showed up late and there wasn't enough headroom. And then he got really pissed when we opened a thing. And we and had room in ours. Well, but she said, put it there. I think that it was like a, a compartment for the air flight attendants. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah. think that's their unit and they weren't using it. And we had our bags. But when he saw they went, oh, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and he got up and he, <laughs> shut, he moved oh, our fuck. bags very aggressively. He like, like, we had Well, because you went up to take your bag out. and he, We also and he, didn't close that, by the way. You didn't. You put your bag back in. You realized you had to get something out of your bag. So you went up and grabbed the bag. And he literally went, oh, my. <laughs> and he, like, stormed the Capitol to, <laughs> he stormed up to the thing. And was like, I was like, I think he's going to take Kenny's spot. I, I thought he was gonna like yell at me. I was like, I didn't close this. I, 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 bin. If that man yelled at you, I would have relentlessly laughed at his face. <laughs> you look like a bitch. What are you doing? Oh my god! Like I would laugh at his face. So like, calm the fuck down. I'm risking my life being in the exit row. Do you understand at all? The stress that I'm under. Sorry, I've consented to things you can't even fucking imagine. You <laughs> piece of shit. So sit down. Oh. Anyway, so last year we invested all of our money into Delta Airlines. Mike, are you ready to find out what happened? When we I'm nervous because Warren Buffett famously says airlines are a gamble. I don't invest in airlines. All right. <clears throat> Give me the breakdown, Ken. Last week we invested our money into Booking.com and it ended with 24 that. Uh, hold up. Yeah, start again. All right. It's going to be a last year, Ken. Last yeah. year, we invented all our money. Right? Last year, we ended with Bookie.com at $24,245.31, and then we invested all that money again in for a year in the Delta, and we made $9,489.25, bringing us to... Oh. <laughs> $33,734.56. Wow. $33,734. Mamma mia, that's a lot of fucking Starline chili. That's what I'm talking about. Now, it would appear what that the investment strategy of investing for a year is, is much way better. better than a week. Last week, we invested in McDonald's and made $41. I am 30 grand rolling in the deep. So, at episode 104, we had 9,294. Within five episodes, we're at thirty-three thousand. Go to the calculator. See what what kind of a, what kind of a percentage. And what's really cool oh, it's, about what I do it is thirty percent. God damn, that's a lot of money. I'm also sorry to listen for I. I was screaming, rolling in the deep, so loud in this microphone. Now, what is happening, by the way, just so you know, is that we are slightly engaging in compounding interest. Yes, yes. Meaning we are making a 10% gain and then acting as if we are investing that 10% gain over the course of a year. So, uh, but seemingly we've only made money in this strategy, except for- All of this can happen to you if you just do it in real time. We did lose $1,300 on Barclays. And I only chose Delta because we flow on it. I did not know. Now, yes. what happened, just yes, so you yes. know, is if we had invested in Delta- even a few weeks earlier, uh, we might not have seen such a big jump. Yeah. Delta just announced at the beginning of June, it is July, that uh, they are paying dividends again. Really? And their stock price took a 30% jump when they did that. So it was like when we, uh, when we, a year ago, the stock was 29, like around 30 bucks. Yeah. It's currently floating at like 48.50. Okay. And over the course of the year, it slowly jumped to from like 30 to like 35. Yeah. And then when they announced the dividends, it went like 35, 39, 40, 41, 42. Wow. 40. So it's almost, it's almost at $49 now. But so, Delta seems to be one of the tried and true. Like they're not taking any shortcuts. It's not like JetBlue, which it acts like they're doing okay when in reality they are 
fucking shitting the bed so bad. Yeah, so Delta, I, I found this out from, uh, hold up. This was all. No way. Oh, yeah, you better believe it. That you I didn't g- find this information from. The Motley Fool. I sure did. The, the Mo- Motley Fool. Yeah, let me let me uh, get pull up the airline again. Googling uh, things in real time. Googling things in real time. Googling things in real time. For the Google that thing. Gotta Google that thing. Gotta Google that in real time. Why Delta Airlines stock took off in June? Very funny. <laughs> Motley Fool. They are kooks over there. Delta declared its first dividend since COVID, a clear sign it's made progress recovering from the pandemic. The airline also provided upbeat guidance at its investor day. We got to go to investor day. It still isn't back to where it was prior to the pandemic, but it's clearly moving in the right direction. Let's party. Their their shares have gone up 30.9% in June. All right. Damn. That's a lot in one month. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the jump, you know, this is what happens. Imagine if we flew on JetBlue. Now, the the idea is here when you think about a year is like a year you get to ride both the highs and the lows. Yes, yes, yes. Like if we we now theoretically might have if we had invested our money last week, might have made some cashola oh, on yeah. Delta. But you only get to see those real big up and ups and downs when you invest over a year. Yeah. We're not breaking down that four months, four fake months ago, we were down. Just today's time, we're making a big old profit. Now, the other thing I think is interesting, too, is that when you invest backwards a year, for people who are like, should I invest in Delta? Well, guess what? The jump of 30% already happened. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, you missed it. Yeah. You're hearing it here first and last because it's over. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty much it on Delta. Well, Ken. I actually enjoyed my experience on the airline. I did, too. I really enjoyed myself. Like Nothing to really... I was going to try and roast them, but I didn't have anything to really roast them. Our flight was a little delayed, and they didn't say anything about it. That was weird. That was a low. That was a low. When we were standing, and I was like, I "I really need to sit down. That was my low. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's LAX, though. That's not Delta. I hate LAX. I was eating Chex Mix and said, I got to sit down soon. Hmm? That terminal was in a corner. Yes, And they were speaking over an intercom we could not hear. Yes. That was my low. Ken, I'm. I don't want to put you on the spot right now, but I'm. I'm. I'm kind of done with the episode. I'm, my my spirits are really high, but now getting low because I'm sad and I wish there was something to cheer me up. But I don't. I don't think that there is. So there isn't. I guess next week we'll. Invest, uh, next week we're investing in. Uh, what the hell is that? Yeah. Oh no! No way. The Kenny Gray classic, real or fake? You faked, you faked me out with that one, Ken. I did, but you were also setting me up for it. Well, well I don't know. I thought I, for a minute I thought the the That's noise. How... I thought we were doing taste test. Oh, I, I couldn't handle did a taste test. test. But uh, you know, Biscoff cookies. And I've been peanuts, intermittent almonds. fasting. So. How'd you feel about the fact that Delta served almonds instead of uh, instead of peanuts? Dangerous. And they kept giving us two bags of almonds. I liked it. Are you embarrassed by how many snacks? Here's one thing I learned about they you and me traveling smaller, together. And we were eating, but you and me were eating like kings. Yes, we wanted we, two drinks and three sets of snacks every time they came around. You asked, you are the one. That who was me being me. on good behavior too. When I'm alone, I'm savage. They said, "Do you want granola, granola nuts, cookies, or chips, chips?" Sun chips. And I said, "I and then I went uh, chips, granola nuts." And then I heard her go, "Oh." Chips granola, oh, like sort of chips like, granola. Oh, hold on, I'm just gonna take out a piece of paper and write this order down. I've never heard anyone do more than one. What I wanted to say chips was chips granola nuts. I'll just do one of each. I. <laughs> that's what we call. That's what we call in the biz the works. Give me the works. <laughs> I want a suicide of all of the drinks. I want a little Coke, a little orange soda, a little apple juice, a little tomato juice, and I want every snack. <laughs> Bring me a bowl, and I'm gonna crack each one open and make a little myself a little mix. <laughs> Um, Mike, this is real or fake? As you I love said, real or fake. As you said, as Warren Buffett, the Santa Claus of investing, once said, airlines are notoriously difficult to invest in. He yes, doesn't yes. invest. And there are many defunct airlines no longer with us. Deceased. Goodbye. Goodbye to you, sir. I said, good, good day, sir. That's what it is. Now, goodbye I'm, to you, I say. Is that it? That's from, uh, that's from Wallace Wanka. Yeah, let's um, move on. Really you have to tell me whether this airline is a real or fake airline that has gone away. Shh, yep. All of these, all of the airlines here have, are gone out of business, but you didn't even tell me it's a real or fake business. Okay. 
Number one, flyby or flybe. Flybe or flyby? Like vibe with fly. Oh, it's a flybe. That's real. Yeah, it is. Yeah, baby. Thomas Cook Airlines. That's real. Yes, it is. Thomas Cook himself. Weirdly, uh, when I looked at that, it was like a a staple of the airline industry. He's like, I have never heard of Thomas (laughs) What is it? Thomas Cook? Thomas Cook. Uh, Tommy Pickles. Ken, you know that's fake. It's actually real. No, it isn't. Nickelodeon Air, powered by slime. Yeah. Uh, wow Air. Wow Air. Real. It is real. Thank you. Continental. Real. It is real. Real or fake. I'm killing this. I am killing this. Express Airways. Real. Fake. No. My perfect winning streak. Okay. Uh, Kingfisher Airlines. Kingfisher fake. That is real. Damn it. Premier Airlines. Real. Fake. Fuck. (laughs) Mambo Airways. (laughs) That's, I'm going to say real because I want it to be real so bad. It's fake. Damn it. Aloha Airlines. Real. It is real. Primera Air. Primera Air. Real. It is real. Monarch Airlines. Fake. That is, I'm sorry, Mike, that is a real airline. Damn it. Economy Air. Real. Fake. Yes. All one word, red eye. Fake. It is fake. All one word, pink eye. That's fake. Yep. Yeah, baby. Uh, Air Berlin. Real. That is real. Yes. Air Bud. That's fake. <laughs> Very funny, but fake. Ted. Ted Air. Ted Air. Just Ted. Real. It is real. Let's go. Yes. Ted 3, Oops All Wahlberg. <laughs> Fake. We finally got the bear out of there. Yep. Virgin America. We finally got that bear out of there. What? Virgin America. Real. Extra Virgin America. That's even realer, baby. (laughs) That's my life. Was that the last one? Yep, that's it. Mike, you win. You got most of them. A lot of defunct airlines. What is the deal with this? I don't know what that is. I'm doing a thing where I am... As is happening, I'm folding my hands together yes. and like shaking them beside them. Hey, thank you. Why do people do that? I went to Wahlburger over the weekend. At the airport? No. Oh, you went to a real location? In Dorchester. Did you get the sweet potato tots? I, did, I barely got the food. I was so not hungry. It was after your bachelor party. I like went to hang out with my brother. Um, and we went to the movies, went to Wahlburgers. Oh, of course uh, there's a Wahlburger in Dorchester. In Dorchester. Come on. Donnie. Mackie. What's the third one's name? Fudge. Uh, it's exact. Have you been to one of those establishments? I have. How many times? Why? Twice. Because it was like I don't know. I don't even know. Did you get drunk there? Was it in your Was it in your booze no. in days? No, it was. We were. Oh, I know what it was. We in college did a a project where we had to do a review of Wahlburgers. Mm. And I remember one of the international students was like, and the food is terrible. <laughs> what? And all the American students were like, um, this is kind of standard American food. Yeah. Wait, who said that food is terrible? It was a... It was like uh, just an international student. Yeah, someone no. who wasn't from America was like, oh, That's this not the food point. sucks. No, like, the food oh, is no, good. It's not a standard. Wahlburgers, the only place you can get a beer, you can get good food, and a bartender who will tell you Everything you've ever wanted to know about Mark Wahlberg. Is that true? My girl Michelle, she knew fucking everything about Mark Wahlberg. She knew everything about Donnie Wahlberg. I'm eating my Wahlburger, and there's a video of clips of Mac yes, and Donnie. I, saw, I did see that. She knew everything. She's a, you know, Mac, you know, that picture, the, that's him in the middle. Mark comes in, he does yeah. this. And like, this lady knew everything about Wahlburgers. We, I went to the Fenway one. That's where I went. I went that's there a couple times. That's not the real. Because that's near BU. That's not the real Wahlberger. You got to go to Dorchester where Mark comes in and make sure they're doing it right. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Mark acts. Donnie acts. 
fudge cooks. The food is pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. I got some. I got some Burgers sweet chili tenders fries. there. It was a very good time. Ooh, sweet I got chili. a wall brewski too. Ah. It's made by Harpoon beers. Tastes exactly like Harpoon. <laughs> My brother, I was like, Ryan, how often do you get the wall, the wall brewski? And he goes, I've never had it, but guess what? I'm about to. And Michelle comes over. She's like, what was that, hon? You want the wall brewski? And we were like, yeah, I'd like the wall brewski. And she goes, oh, this is really good. You know who makes this? Harpoon. So we Did get she have the accent? She, oh, oh, my yeah. God. I used to run a restaurant in Quincy. <laughs> She's coming in hot. My, my girl Michelle. Shout out to Michelle at, at Wahlburger in Dorchester. Go tip a well. She's a nice lady. She knows so much about Mark. And she said, I love working here. She did this. She was like, I'm like, well, this place is pretty great. She goes, I love working here. We got the coldest taps in town and the cleanest taps in town. And that, again, similar to my relationship with the, um, the, the uh, flight attendant. Once that happened, it was off to the races. I was like, yes, cold taps are good, but clean taps. She's like... You know, a lot of these people don't know how often you have to clean these until you drink real for a clean tap, and you're like, this tastes pretty good. She was like, I take a lot of pride in working at Wahlburgers. Our, our taps are so clean, and so the beers are so cold. And then she was like, ah, the Wahlbrewski, you know, it's, it's, it's Harpoon makes these. And my brother got, and he goes, it tastes exactly like Harpoon. I think it's just Harpoon beer. I don't need a special brew. But I went, and I had a great time. And then I got those chili, I got those sweet chili things. The bar closes. And we said, Michelle, is there any way we could get one more and just hang? And she goes, I'm going to start cleaning up, but you guys are good people. You can stay here and drink beers. And we drank we drank beers until 30 minutes after close. This was the greatest day of my life. This has been brought to you by Dorchester, Wallbag Massachusetts. At a publicly traded company. Really? No. I wish <laughs> I'd be the fast investor. Fast. Fast. <laughs> you think about oh. spa? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, spa. <laughs> what was that at your bachelor party? You said something about a spa, and someone's like, "Oh yeah, something about a spa," and you just in the back went, "Spa!" <laughs> and then later I started laughing, and I was like, "What are you laughing?" At? I was like, "I'm thinking about Kenny saying spa." Why? Yeah. What? What was? What was the reference that? I was just saying. Spa. I was thinking spa is so funny in a Boston accent because it's already spa, but then you just go spa. <laughs> Should we go to the spa? Should we go the to the spa? spa. <laughs> <laughs> the way you like threw your head back and the noise just kind of like erupted out of you. Well, before I make someone fucking lose their mind with how loud and annoying I'm being, I'd say we wrap up the show. But Ken, I love you. What another wonderful week of television we're doing it's here. Great. Who's to say it's not television? Night. The lights, the camera, the action. Best night of my life. This has been the best night of my life, and tomorrow's gonna be the best night of my life because we're starting out our brand new live show That's at true. Oinovino. Oinovino. Oinovino, not Oinovino. Onavino. So come to Onavino. It's a wine bar. There's a happy hour at six before you. No, I'm going to be there. You know, Ken's going to be there. O E N O V I N O. Audio! Vino! Not Garfield. You got to come see this, guys. It has nothing to do with the stock market. Unlike this show, which is rich with stock market as content. But I was your co host, Mike Morrissey, and I was joined by the main host himself, the toast of the most, Ken Francis Gray. Guys, tell your friends about this show because we need the help. And give us five stars on Spotify because it goes a long way. Follow the show. We'll see you at Oniovino tomorrow at 7 p.m. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. And if you want to keep up to date with live shows and other bonus content, follow us on social media at Paper Jam Comedy. And if you want to support the show, we have a Patreon at the Paper Jam Pod. And as always, like, subscribe, give the show five stars. And if you got a friend who you think you might like this, why not tell them about it? But that's just if you feel like it. Anyways, thanks for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. See you next week.